Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. I'm Helena. And for this episode, we have special guest from Pointless Reinvention, it's Holly. Hi! Hi! Welcome back. Thanks for coming back. Thank you for having me back. I'm glad you came back because you gave a bit of sizzle for this episode last time you were on. Oh, I did. I did. I did. I didn't bring it up. I didn't. I didn't. Well, I did, but I didn't mention the name of it. That was Helena. (laughs) Yeah, this. I mean, I just like to, to get the hype going. The hype for Looney Tunes back in action. What a film. What a film. So, um, how, how often did you did you watch this as a kid? When was yes, the last time so you saw it? Similar to the Drop Dead Fred uh, story, it was Drop Dead Fred and Looney Tunes back in action, back to back, back to back, back to back, every Saturday and Sunday for possibly my entire childhood. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one, more so than Drop Dead Fred, I could still recite the words as things were happening on screen. Wow. wow. Um, I started off taking tallies before I got bored of doing that because it happened too much. But I had uh okay, so I've got a few notes on this. <laughs> that that are some bad stats. Uh but I ha- it took me eight tries over six days to watch this film. Oh no. And I finished the film three minutes before we started recording last episode. <laughs> <All right. laughs> ah, that is um that because, is something. Because I couldn't watch the film. Yeah. However, so I think in the first recession, which was about half an hour, I had six audible quotes where I quoted exactly what they said on screen as they said it. Nice. I had five sing-alongs, so a song would come on and I sung the words, even if it was Daffy Duck singing the words. I still knew it the way he sang it. <laughs> and I had two audible laughs. And wow. That, that, yeah. yeah, but that was all in the first half an hour. And I kind of could have told you the first half an hour as it happened. Beyond that, I had absolutely no fucking idea what happened in this film. <laughs> <laughs> I have no memory of the blue monkey. <laughs> I had genuinely no idea what that was. I still don't really know why they wanted it. I don't really know the point in it. I... I was going to ask you to explain the plot a little bit, but I think you've just said that maybe you can't. Um, <laughs> I can explain the scenes. Okay. So, so the film the starts. Yeah, the film starts, and it, it's Daffy and Bugs doing the rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season, duck season, duck season, rabbit season, bang. As they always did, the classics. Classic. Getting the classics out of the way. And then it's revealed that, in fact, this is a this is a movie set and this is happening in real life. And Daffy is doing a bad job and Daffy gets sacked by some boss bitch woman because, God, women couldn't be cool in the 90s. They could be more powerful. Uh, Yeah, they couldn't couldn't be cool and powerful and funny and attractive. So she was obviously powerful and attractive and a dick. You say the 90s. This came out in 2003. That's basically that. We all understand (laughs) the 90s ended in like 2006. The 90s ended when Friends I was going to say 2005, 2006. (laughs) (laughs) 90s ended in 2006. Yes. So she fires Daffy Duck. She takes Daffy outside and gives him to a smoking hot security guard that is... Brendan Fraser, the beautiful man who who stole the hearts of many and has recently had a bit of a comeback, seemingly, yeah, in the meme world. He's amazing. He's pretty good. And he was my favourite character in this film. A few times he made references to Brendan Fraser yeah. and yes. made references to ben, <laughs> Brendan Fraser being a dickhead. And then at the end of the film, played himself being a dickhead. And it fucking ruled. And it was one of those like, oh, this is a funny bit of this film. There were other bits, however, that... the funny ended. That, uh, say that again? That's where the funny ended. Oh, I thought you were going to say when it finally ended. And I was like, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so uh, Daffy is then trying to escape. They're trying to make him leave. And he's yeah. trying to leave. But it's a chase. Is kind of what I got, and I was yeah. a bit confused. There was, there was no reason for the chase. There just was a chase. There just was a chase. Well, he was supposed to be being escorted off the premises by Brendan Fraser, security guard slash son of movie star. Son of Tom Deacon. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, oh, it's fucking hottie that I forgot was in this film until I watched it and I was like, that's Tom Deacon. <laughs> I don't a... find him hot. I just see him as the the baddie from Hot Fuzz. Yeah, Tim- Timothy Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. You're right there. He Tom was also... Deacon. It's not Tom Deacon. I tried. I tried What's so his hard. name in the in I the think, TV show? I think that's not the character's. I, I yeah. guess that, I think that's the character's name. I think. No, that's a Bond, isn't it? I mean, he is a James <laughs> Bond. Timothy Dalton was James Bond for like two. Who's Tom Deacon? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google this now. <laughs> She's called a... Damien Drake. Damien yeah. Drake, that's the one. Tom Deacon is a British comedian and radio DJ, apparently. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh yeah, he was... ooh, wow, yeah, he's not famous enough to really justify the confusion. Yeah, I'm similar no, sounding name. Where you got that from? Anyway, <laughs> you don't have to cut that. That was embarrassment, <laughs> but that's fine. My my whole my whole personality is I don't understand references or people, yeah. so that's no, I don't oh, this why you didn't enjoy held. this film. <laughs> you missed. Yeah. Ha- so, so, did you get any of the references? Uh, Do you know what one of Batman my is? notes said, there are so many references that I understand. <laughs> I mean, that's good. And, and that's that's a big deal because I don't understand anything because <laughs> I don't watch anything. My my favourite note that I did write was uh, the number on the house is 420 Lameo. I think that was a deliberate reference. I'm sure it was. And it made I don't think laugh. there are any undeliberate references no, in this true. film. It is just chock full. And then references. it was, oh my God, Scooby and Shaggy are yelling at Shaggy from the real life film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really like that bit. I thought that was a really funny little... I didn't notice that as a child. No. I'd watched that film so much, and I was watching it now, and I was like, that's Shaggy. (laughs) And it really blew my mind. Well, he wasn't acting as Shaggy at the time, so... No, and I think that was enough for my child brain to not get it. But yes. Did your child brain get the really, really long Psycho reference? I think it did, because I certainly remember thinking at the time that he was pouring blood down the drain and I don't know how I would have known that without knowing the psycho reference but at the same time I would have been like what year did you say this came out 2003 it's 2003 yeah so I would have been nine so maybe that would have been a reference that I would understand from other things did you watch Simpsons as a kid because no no okay so I was going to say I think that I probably would have got this reference based on like a Simpsons house of horror Reference. It's like one of the most referenced bits of cinema. It is. It's an iconic yeah. moment yeah, of cinema. So I, th- I think I understood it at the time, but the whole... I, I can't say for sure. It's but... so long. Like all the other references are like cameos or little bits, but they do the entire. It was shower the whole theme. like thirty second shower scene with Bugs yeah, Bunny it... as the girl in the shower. Yeah, yeah. The and then it, the and it hit weird. It did yeah, hit weird. The whole like shower sequence is fucking weird because so. Uh, Brendan Fraser and Daffy Duck have disappeared going after his dad, who is an actual spy, not just an actor. Yeah. That's like the set. That's a. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The rest of the plot. The yeah. Uh, so we can, we'll just do a... the plot up to this bit. Uh, yeah. So Daffy uh, floods, you know, the big water towers, the Warner Brothers water towers yeah. that are a bit iconic. One of those gets knocked down, floods the bitch boss lady's car. Uh, couldn't tell you her name, but her She's... car gets flooded. So she fires Brendan Fraser as well. Brendan Fraser goes home. Daffy Duck is in his backpack. Daffy Duck is then like, I bet your dad's a real spy. And he's like, no, he fucking ain't. And then his dad is a real spy and talks to him through the TV that's hidden behind his self-portrait that's an oil painting on the wall. Uh, And then they get into this shitty old beaten up car, drive away, and then this beautiful super spy car comes up through the ground and looks beautiful and wonderful. And then Boss Bitch and Bugs Bunny walk into the house. Go, Michael. So yeah, they're they're looking for the Brandon Fraser and Brandon Fraser dad and Daffy Duck. When Bugs disappears and the woman is who is I think the like head of comedy. At yeah, it's a weird title. I think that's supposed to be a joke because she's yeah. clearly not funny because she's a yeah. woman. I'm really bitter. Yeah, part of her thing is that she's just not very funny and she's screwing the job up, but it isn't sort of made clear that it's not because she's a woman. So yeah. it kind of does imply yeah. that it's because she's a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone so, else in the room is men. Yeah. yeah Explicitly. Much. Yeah, they make a weird joke about that when uh, early on when she's talking to 
this this film has weird messages because it at does. one point at one point it's like woke culture bad because she's talking to her as the villain is talking to Bugs Bunny. He mentions how he dresses as women. He's like, if there's a woman in the yes. show, it's me dressed up. And she was like, ten years ago, that's funny. Now, not so much. And it's like, it's weird that she's saying that. She doesn't say it in like a, it's because it's bad that it's taking the piss out of uh, trans people. She says it like, now it's disturbing. Yeah, you're not allowed to dress up as a woman anymore. That's not cool anymore. And it's like, yeah, actually, you're you're sort of right that, yeah, okay, the Bugs Bunny, like, maybe the the cross-dressing was a bit, like, not, obviously not not good. But then her reaction to it isn't good either in this film and hasn't aged well either. It's her as a villain saying it. So, like, the message is confused. She's up, but yeah, no. Back to the scene where she's walking through the house. It's number one. It's weird that she loses Bugs Bunny in this house. He just vanishes. Secondly, she's going around shouting his name, and then there's clearly someone having a shower. Yeah, and she just walks into the room. She stops shouting names, and she just walks into the shower. Yeah, doesn't she wants say... to catch him naked. Yeah, doesn't knock yeah. on the door. Like it's either she has... at that point there are three people it could be. It could be Daffy Duck. Yeah. Could be Buzz Bunny or it could be Brendan Fraser. Yeah. All of those three, she's up for seeing naked. Yeah. Yep. But also it's Brendan Fraser's house. He's probably going to be the one in the shower. You'd think. <laughs> right? Right? And it's like, there's no lingering shot. There's no anything that makes you think that she's trying to perv on someone in the shower. But watching it, it is a bit like... Yeah, when you yeah. think about what she was doing, you're like, hmm. Why would anyway, you so walk she's... into the room and say hello? Like it builds the reason up to that the, the dad the gets reference. the message, yeah, I was it, just going to try and bring it back around to the plot, but yeah, we it's... don't have to. If you don't we don't know, do what's we the message? Do I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the dad sends a message to his son, Brendan Fraser, <laughs> because he's been taken captive by Acme, which is like the yeah. company that features yes. quite heavily in Looney Tunes. Yes. yes. The bad um, guys. The bad guys. And he, t- because he knows the whereabouts of the, or he's, yeah, blue something to do with the blue monkey, monkey diamond. No, monkey. Which, monkey blue diamond monkey. with supernatural powers that can change people to monkeys. Yep, and they're going to do that, that and make drones. Was that explained? Yes. Sort of. That so, was explained. Okay. Yeah. Again, so it, it, took me, like, it took me so many t- tries to watch this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. They do explain the plan. The bad guy who... Oh, God. Steve Martin. Who, Steve Martin, who doesn't look like Steve Martin. It was genuinely so surprising. In, in his uh, base uh, sneak, Sneaky powers. smash cut to last episode where I discovered that that was Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I was just going to leave that in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Making damn work now. He does, he does explain... Set it that out. <laughs> <laughs> he does explain why he wants the blue monkey he wants so his plan and this is was the best part of the film and it's why it's stuck in my head yeah his plan is to send it into space attach it to a satellite and turn everyone on the planet but him into a monkey he's going to then get those people to build stuff technology as monkeys then he's going to use the satellite to turn them back into people and get them to buy the things that they had they'd made in their own <laughs> It's a pretty stellar plan, to be fair. <laughs> Legitimately the plan. That's actually quite funny, okay? The weird yeah, thing right. is, though, the monkeys that they all turn into are capuchins. Yeah! They yeah. are very small. They're very small. Yeah. Another great for, for building. Maybe they're them. the easiest monkey to get on a set. Yeah, uh, so probably. They're probably yeah. Like the easiest to train. Well, no, there's that like one Hollywood monkey that's a capuchin monkey. The yeah. friend's monkey. Yeah. Oh, I knew her name. It's like Katie or something. Yeah, yeah. Marcel. Uh, <laughs> I don't know no, why. Actual That's monkey. Marcel yeah, yeah, was no, I know. a lady monkey. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's because one of those reasons, <laughs> probably the same reason it is that monkey, it is a capacious monkey in Friends, is that that's one that you can actually get yeah, hold of without breaking yeah. any international yeah. trade yeah. laws. And... Or at least you could at the time, because I'm pretty sure even that isn't really allowed now. And it's weird yeah, that can, there's still a couple have... of things that have done it. No, you can have animals on sets. You just yeah. need a proper trainer to do it. Yeah. Um, um, they don't do it often because trainers are expensive. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and like CGI now, like yeah, CGI monkey. Yeah. CGI is cheaper because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> just nearly got to like, let's go do this as weird oh, we, 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 <laughs> the, the, the Mikey teaches us stuff trap. No, yeah. That's all right. <laughs> we, we, we have the Michael segment later when we talk about how this film was the biggest oh, fucking yeah. failure so it. far. I get to that at some point. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, so from there, Kate then. Oh, it's Kate. It is Kate. Yeah. Feels the posh car of yep. the Spy Man dad. 
and drives off in it. She got there yeah. by car. Yeah. Just... yeah, they go to Vegas, don't they? They yeah. then drive. Yeah, but she got to this place by car. I instead, she steals that car. It's a nicer car, and Bugs Bunny is like, "Let's take this one." I wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a car. I, um, yeah, I, she steal is a driving... spy car for spy mission stuff. Yeah, she is. Oh, wait, driving... no, she's not doing a spy mission. She's, not she's doing just a spy mission. She's, she's just after... trying to get back Daffy. She's just yeah. trying to get like save her skin by getting Daffy to agree to come save back. Her own... and... Oh, she got she got threatened to be sacked if she didn't get Daffy back because Daffy's funny. So then. They go to Vegas because that's where the dad said, Dad sent Brendan to talk to Dusty Tails. Uh, so I, he... I thought it was going to be a, another... Um, like a Disney character. Like yeah. Disney. yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was the, I think the bunny, it... the sexy bunny, but that's that's someone else, isn't it? I thought it was going to be... I can't, Because, again, this was like, I remembered there being a sexy lady in it. I was like, right. This must be a reference to like, like the, Jessica the, Rabbit James, or... the ja- no, yeah. like the James yeah. Bond having money penny and other such oh, yeah. ridiculous named women in his Pussy, life. Pussy galore and Pussy galore and all of and those. Yeah, I so... told is like the most child friendly version of that trope. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah. again, she's that's not a name... bit, though, is she? I'm just putting that out there. Right, uh, she looks kind of old. Well, I genuinely googled it because I was like, this looks like they're like doing this cabaret sexy thing. And not shaming an older woman for doing it, but she was like in her fifties at the time was and it, looking was it, fucking great. Yeah, yeah, was it supposed to be because it was Timothy Dalton's character who had originally yeah. well, I don't know, back in the day? It just, so it's like I she's think... an older Bond girl. But did I guess? they say it was back in the day? Yeah, no, they said that he he was friends with her. Yeah, friends that, with what? And you can't be friends with a younger woman. Well, I I think it was just mm. I think it was too clever for the I think that. That reference was too clever for this film. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just made it look old. But no, I think it's meant to be because... because it had he's, a history. It's, it's referencing is... her to him rather yeah. than Kate to Brendan Fraser. Yeah. It was to be so that she's not a Brendan Fraser love interest, I guess. Yeah. But, but it was just... <laughs> like a weird... They put her in like this skin-tight, latex, black yeah, mutton woman dressed as lamb zipped yeah. up and it was full mutton dressed as lamb and i'm not even you know i am all for empowering women and all of that shit but that was weird in this yeah, film no, it was, it was weird. a weird choice because like yeah make her look empowered and great and sexy but make her actually look sexy as like, an adult woman yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, weird, was, like... it was just you know i'm not being funny put her in that sexy skin tight business suit as an older woman fucking hell you'd be like that is a boss ass bitch i want to yeah. all in that mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not what happened they put no. her in an outfit that was like Weird. yeah it bizarre really really bizarre sort of yeah distractingly um, it was one of the few notes i actually made was like dusty's really looking quite old for a stage show now yeah and it was just like i didn't know if they were going down like the claiming on to fame with your bare hands kind of thing but that was never touched and i was like i just feel like there's a thing they're trying to do here and i don't know what it is <laughs> That sounds like the, the whole movie. Oh, we do. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring it up now because it, it's in the same scene. But this is something that happens in these these this period of film okay. and nineties is the little people as props. We have yep. that again. Yes. That features just just another yep. time. Just the... That made me so uncomfortable. I, and him I lifting bit, someone up, and I was at just first like, I oh thought it God. was a child, and I was like, well, that's weird for a stage show. And then I was like, oh no, it's it's oh, no, little people. Yeah. And then I was like, that's that's also not good. Yeah. Also not okay. And then I think it was because it was meant to be Yosemite Sam, but Yosemite Sam isn't supposed to be necessarily a little person. He's just a short person. Yeah. Yeah. And and it it was it was all again, it was just And they're just wearing really creepy Yosemite Sam masks. Really well. Yeah, bad they are masks. really weird. <laughs> and then Brendan um, Fraser manages to like get on he, stage like, by stealing yeah. one. And then like does this really creepy like changing on stage. Like she's doing a stage show. She'll be off at the end of the song. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's but one of those weird, like, oh, he goes on stage and, like, sweeps her off her feet and goes to, like, do the sexy, like, holding the lady down for a kiss and then pulls off his mask and then slaps it back in his face and then they go back to the room. And it's like, she would have been there in 20 minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, they go you back to the wait. room, but why could you have not just done that all yeah. the time? <laughs> yeah. Again, just really bizarre. I was fully expecting Dusty Tales to be... Ben and Frazier's mum in this. Yeah, that like, could have been I, a beat that they got. I, I felt like that would have happened. Yeah, that again, that could have been a, a beat that they hit, and it would have been like, oh, this this is weird. This is another depth to this film. Yeah, mm, no, nah, there's there not a lot of depth to that. this film. 
So there are oh a couple God, of lines. Oh, God, have got so much to go. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. I've just looked at my notes and I'm like... So they go to... Just, the, I guess, the briefest the briefest summary I can come up with then is they get given, like, a, a card thing from Dusty. Mm-hmm. They use that to find out that it's the... The blue monkey is somewhere in Africa. They go no, to... No, no, oh, no, no, no. They've, they've got to go to Paris. They've got to go to Paris. Paris. Yeah. Then before, they find out in Paris... Uh, they go to the Louvre, before which that. Have some great bits. No, no, no. Before no. this... They do a car chase. Oh, yeah. With Yosemite Sam. Daffy Duck, when they're about to crash into a wall, goes, Mother, in fear, the car flies, fine, whatever, and takes them to Area 52. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I totally forgot that bit. Yeah. I, th- I have... thought that happened even later on in the... No, that happens right? then. Oh, that's how much of a mess Paris. this film is, honestly. Oh, yeah, this yeah, film has yeah, a ridiculous plot. <laughs> they go to Area Area 52. Well, before they get to Area 52, they, crash in they the go desert, to Walmart. They? Yep, there's a Walmart. <laughs> a Walmart in the middle of the desert. Yeah, they even they, they really they, lean into they that. Really like, oh, this is a joke. They wall break it as, like, this is product placement. If we say Walmart 17 times, they're going to pay us lots of money. So we're going to go to Walmart. We got the special at Walmart Cups. We got the... And it was just like, what the... Fuck. <laughs> yeah, which, when I was a kid, like, Warner Brothers, you don't need the money. Yeah, didn't get it as a kid. Didn't yeah. get it. Then they go to Area Fifty Two, and there's all these aliens that I didn't recognise. So I assume they're references to things I don't know. Yeah, yeah one's a Dalek. Dalek but, yeah, well, yeah there was a Dalek. Um, there was. Oof. And then there was Marvin the Martian, and they were the two that I understood. There and I did others, see Marvin the I... Martian and fully get excited. I was yeah. like, Oh my god, I forgot about Marvin the Martian. And he rules. He's so cool. He's got... Ah, he was well in my brain and I didn't know he was there. It was really good. They then somehow get out of Area 52. I don't remember. Oh, no, it's literally a snapshot, isn't it? Yeah, they go like, we've got to get to Paris and we're... No, they literally smash cut to being in Paris. They, they, like, peel the the Martian. Yeah. Yeah. No, so Marvin the Martian get... I don't know why this film is so lodged in my brain. (laughs) I'm remembering bits of it, like war flashbacks. Marvin the Martian gets out because he gets a message from... Act me guy. I think he's just called the chairman. Yes, he is. Um, so he gets out. He lets every, all of the other monsters out, and they're like, "Fuck, we've got to run." Hmm. Which I wish one swear word in this entire film would have been great. Just hmm. one really harsh f word. Especially if Bugs Bunny said it. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. Oh, um, fuck. Yeah. So they, they, there's I can expect the whole place is melting down. Uh, the mother, the actual person, shoves it into lockdown, and they all go back through the weird portal. Mm-hmm. Then they do the whole, but how do we get to Paris so quickly? The whole like like this yeah. and grab the corner of the screen and put and go to Paris was a good joke. Like I genuinely it was, a good was like joke. that's I a solid that joke. joke. Yeah, that's a solid like here's some cartoon yeah. humor. Yeah, and I enjoyed that. That was cool. That, I also um... my favorite part of this movie was the Bugs Daffy. Elmer Fudd running through all the paintings. Yeah, the, the oh, best. They were so, that was such a good scene. Such yeah. a fucking cool scene. It showed yeah. a l- bunch of animation styles. They run through like the one where it, all, the clocks are all drippy and yeah. they slow down and get really drippy and droopy. And Elmer Fudd takes too long and he turns into like a puddle. It ends in like one of those dot painting things and Bugs reads out like, this painting is made by dots to make up a full picture, gets out a handheld fan and just blows him away. And yeah. it was just. It was such a cool scene. The the whole Paris bit is the best of the film. Yeah, yeah. The, the one so, bit that genuinely so made good. me laugh in the Paris bit was when uh, he uses the spy rocket trousers. Yes! The trousers just fly Let's up go! and he's just standing there like, oh no. <laughs> but then, of all the people around, the trousers he chooses to steal are of a very, very, very small, like up to his knees, bare. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah. There's humans around. Ask them for trousers. But they couldn't do the comedy shot of this this actual person in in their underwear. They couldn't Mm. do that. That's true. I suppose that had to be a cartoon (laughs) guy. Because I can bet it probably was an actual person to start with, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, no, that's true." So let's animate some bears. Yeah, let's animate some bears and have a bear butt on the screen. They then get up to the top of the Eiffel Tower. And this is all to get the card back, by the way. The card that they got from Mother. Yeah. Yeah. No, the card (laughs) they got at Las Vegas. Yes. From Dusty. From Dusty. Then Mother gave them a cryptic clue of, like, something about the window of the face or something. And then they peel the card back and you can see Africa through. Because it was, sorry, I just. Yeah. It was the Mona Lisa. Yeah, the Mona Lisa. They have to find the Mona Lisa. 
and she's like, um, like her face is a I, that was it, eyes of the window to the soul, and they were like, the fuck does that mean? And then he was like, it's the Mona yeah. Lisa. So they yeah. go to Paris to see the Mona Lisa. They peel yeah. the card back. They look through. It's a map to Africa. And then we're, there's a quick scene where they introduce Tasmanian Devil. He's Ron Perlman. Yeah. And then we're in George of the Jungle. Yeah. Right, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which they do reference. Yeah. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Well, he does yeah. the swinging Tarzan. Yeah. There's Did just it? so many references in this yeah. that it melts. It's easy my to brain, lose track. Like Elmer mm. Fudd. Yeah. <laughs> I completely um. forgot about the entire of Area 52. So I, I thought I'd paid attention. The Area 52 scene was one of the only scenes I remembered, like now. Yeah. And I think I remembered it because even then I was like, that woman is weird, and I also really like her. No, she's great. She is my favorite. Yeah, cool. and I, was like yeah I think she's character. my favorite character in the film. Uh, she's just you mean, you mean it's fuck. not the chairman? I did. No. I, see, I did like the chairman. <laughs> I know you all hate him. I, kind I don't of like hate him. him. Oh, I hated him. But I, I certainly wasn't excited. I did like the bit where he is like flirting with with Brendan Fraser's love interest, and then goes like, "But I like Mary," and it's just this this like very attractive older woman who is. In comparison to the stick-thin, blonde, young, perfect person, Hollywood, it's a normal-ish looking woman. (laughs) And he chooses her. And it looks like she's actually excited to be with him. And it was a little thing where I was like, oh, actually, that's quite nice. They had flirted earlier. They had flirted. And she looked a bit shocked, but then was like, oh, actually. And it was just a little thing. And it was like, oh, actually, I quite like that. That was the thing I quite liked about the chairman. That might be his only redeeming feature. Hopefully she'll buy him a blazer that actually fits him. That would I know, be nice. I know it's his right? obviously yeah. like and a trousers. Choice, but I found it very... Trousers that aren't ankle wankers. That would be fab. I See, I'm a big fan of like, they have clearly asked him, to the actor, to be cartoony. Yeah. And yeah. he went, okay. And just did it a thousand yeah. percent. And the actor? Stop. Steve yeah, Martin? It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve Martin, the actor that played the chairman, Steve Martin. Doesn't it, look like Steve Martin. No, he really doesn't. Genuinely blows my mind. So yeah. I think what the reason I struggle with it is that everyone else is acting 100% and he's acting 1,000%. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. And I just find that grating. Like, if everyone else was as melodramatic and campy as he was, yeah, I'd be oh. all for it, I think. But I think the film would suffer for it. And yeah, even that, that's why I like him. He's campy. But <laughs> even in that scene, everybody else is so far the other way. Yeah. And I know it's supposed to be that, like, oh, he's just a crazy, mad, evil boss. But it was just like they were so stoic, grey suits, sitting up straight, waiting their turn to talk, and then he's just running around going ha 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 and laughing so hard he's nearly falling over and going through a thousand remotes and they're just sat there very poised and lovely and it was it was it was I, I loved that but it was well, the remote so joke. extreme <laughs> the remote joke got me like <laughs> I don't know why but that the remote so that was joke. one of the quotes that I still remembered yeah the the remote joke of it like constantly throughout the film he has like eight remotes cut every time he uses a screen he gets the wrong one yeah. and then right at the very end he presses one remote and goes that was the one that's the remote <laughs> that works it was so good really like, that's it a was, good yeah, joke. that was like one of the only jokes that had yeah an, no. an extended yeah. joke i mean that, that from before you had smart tvs as well yeah. and like yeah. everyone had like a vhs player and a dvd player and they put them like might yeah. even had like a hi-fi in the same cabinet and yeah. the tv and the digi box before yeah. you had your <laughs> built-in di- digital aerial it, it was a whole bunch of stuff yeah, we used to have a separate TV remote for turning on the TV versus changing the channel. Yeah, that was it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was the only joke with setup and payoff. There were <laughs> a lot of jokes that were just payoff, and there were a lot of things that were just setup. So the, there were two lines that really got me. My two my two lines that I enjoyed were yeah. one was really early on, which was Daffy Duck saying, "I'm too moist and tender to retire." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I really liked. Yeah. And yeah. then the other one was, "That's not boxing, bite his ear." Oh yeah. Don't remember that one. <laughs> was, where was that one? Who said that? In the fight. What fight? You know the fight where they fight. Who? You guys, back me up. I re- I remember the line, but I don't remember. Line, right? But I don't remember the context. I don't remember it the point it happens. Was it in the Yosemite Sam bit? Yeah, in the yeah. Yosemite yeah. Sam fight. Yes. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was fight yeah. scenes there because yeah. the other fight scenes are the ones in space where um, he becomes Duck Dodgers. Duck Dodgers to the rescue! But it helps Duck if you Dodgers don't say the name. <laughs> to the rescue! 
it, it was good it was that was a good bit that was a bit that did make me laugh but i was also like come on this is too many there, it's the rule of three and you did it four times and then it worked like one man <laughs> there's a point in this film when you're watching it that it feels like you're in a hostage situation but the the thing stopping you is jokes you're waiting for jokes yeah because there are setups then they just never happen yeah. <laughs> they never finish they never close so you're just like come on please be funny please do something funny. And some yep. of the jokes that they do try and land just do not like. And I know that I think it's almost deliberate. Like the again, it's with everyone's favorite character. The scene where they're like, "Oh, watch out for the crash bang wallop." Oh, and make oh, sure I you don't miss did the. Oh, I actually did find that quite funny. Oh. <laughs> I feel like this film. I feel like one thing we've discovered watching this film is we all have embarrassing styles of humor. Yeah, yeah. yeah mine. Like, someone else is like, "This is awful." This joke was terrible. And we're like, "Well, I." Look all of mine was because the only nostalgia for Looney Tunes I really have is for Wiley Coyote, who I fucking love. <laughs> oh, yeah, so all of the Wiley Coyote stuff I like. Yeah, but Wiley did he was in it. With the other characters at all except for getting told off? Yeah, no, he was in it for like ten seconds. But he never interacted with the characters other than the chairman. Yeah, no, he just interacted with the chairman by Mad. getting told off. And it was like it was a weird telling off because it was like you're a terrible person. You didn't do this right. I should fire you. Oh no, I did like anyway. that because I also thought that was kind of like the um, you know you're supposed to do like the shit sandwich where you yeah. give someone a compliment in the middle or the other way around. Yeah. And and it was kind of like a play on that. I thought I thought that was quite a funny joke um, because he's literally like you're really shit. You're really shit. You never do the job right. <laughs> Go and have a shower. You smell. <laughs> But actually, you're all right. Give me a smile. No Give bigger a one. Smile. No yeah. bigger one. And it was, it was, it, it was a bit nice. I did quite, I quite liked that one as well. <laughs> so what I think we're getting is that this film has something for everyone. Something for just, everyone. So just about. Theory, In like the worst way. Yeah. Yeah. My theory is that what they did was they made this to be like a comeback TV series. Mm-hmm. Oh, they tried for adults. Oh, they mm-hmm. tried to make but this to bring Looney Tunes back. Yeah, but I don't. I think it was the other way around. I think they made this to be a thing that was going to be like a mini series for adults because yeah. it had some adult humor in it, or maybe just a, a, a Looney Tunes one. I, d- I don't really know. Maybe it's because I'm watching it as an adult now. Um, and then they were told no, and they had to combine all of these stories they had into a the, cohesive story. The background to this movie is absolutely fucked because the guy that directed it is the guy that directed Gremlins and Small Soldiers and stuff like that. He absolutely loved Looney Tunes, fucking hated Space Jam, wanted to make a movie that was nothing like Space Jam, and then the production was just hell because Warner Brothers were like, no, you can't do it that way. You have to do it this way. And he also hates this movie now. Yeah. Well, that's good to know because it's not a good movie. No. Yeah, you shouldn't also, be proud of it. It we also, did... they had made a new series of Looney Tunes that they were going to start airing. And this film did that badly <gasps> that they canned it. That's no that's, good. That's how much this movie Fucked Looney Tunes. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to we, Hey, I love that movie just... about films that ruined a studio. Yeah. yeah. Should we just finish the plot of the movie? <laughs> sure. Uh, there's not much plot left. Well, I, I I'm we asking because up. I don't remember it. Because <laughs> okay. I know the dad yes. is the dad is in trouble. Yeah, the dad is in hang. They they rescue the dad. There's a bit with a giant dog. Yeah, there's like a toy dog. A that's a robot dog. Oh yeah, yeah, they were all underground, and there's all dynamite and stuff. There, there was yeah. a train gonna get him, but there was also dynamite. But then Brendan Fraser and his missus were tried to a yes hook. So there's another joke on that that I found funnier for like okay. a second, and then it over. So they tie up his dad, Brendan Fraser's dad, to um, oh yeah, okay, a, a, rail, a, a train, and then they put a load of TNT around him, and then this is like. The, the chairman explaining it and then he says oh and then we've got the pendulum of doom why yeah. is the pendulum of doom there? that's overkill <laughs> that's overkill get, get rid of the it. pendulum of doom <laughs> and that's funny that and then was they funny left it on screen for too long yeah because like... they did the whole yeah this film was way too smug i think that's what breaks me my british sensibilities where i'm like no okay you are allowed to be funny you can't be proud of being funny you can't let us know that you think you're being funny Yes, that's absolutely. Anyway, um, so they they break his dad out and they go and confront the chairman at the same time. Do they? Yeah. Well, at the same time, Bugs and Daffy are chasing Martin the Martian into space to go to a satellite. Yeah, that's when they're going to the satellite. 
he's trying to put the blue monkey on the satellite. Oh, the blue monkey goes on the satellite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they stop him. They stop Martin the Martian. And then the only person on the planet to get hit by the laser is, is the, the chairman. chairman. Was yeah. it, was that was the destroying? I feel like that was a Star Wars reference. Yeah, yeah. He had a yeah. lightsaber. Yeah, in the destroying the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, another so solid, Star Wars in there. Another solid joke during that bit that I found funny and I shouldn't have. Yeah, I felt I felt sad as soon as I laughed. Um, disappointed in myself is the word. Yeah, is Bugs and Daffy pull up next to martin the martian when he's in space and they do the like winding the window because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i want to dodge you yeah. <laughs> and then he does it martin martian does it and like Just... dying because yeah it's the fact that Daffy just goes, he fell for it, I guess I'll eat five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was, oh, yeah. such a good joke. <laughs> yeah. So then the chairman gets turned into a monkey and then the the spaceship that Bugs and Daffy are driving crashes into that Acme building. Sure, I don't remember that. But yeah. Sure. Yeah, of I all guess, the places. I guess there is the only way they can get back quick enough is to yeah. crash through the window. It makes sense in terms of that, but also like it happens to hit the chairman. Yeah. They happen to crash through where they left. Yep. It was it was a lot of a lot of that chance stuff. But again, it is a kids' movie. It's not meant for me to enjoy it now. <laughs> um and then it ends and it turns out this was actually still a movie. Yep. And then that's when you meet other Brendan Fraser, who's the real yeah. Brendan Fraser, because Brendan Fraser in this is, is a, a different is Brendan, guy. He's Brendan Fraser's stunt double, but only who Brendan in, Fraser yeah. got sacked. Yeah. Uh, so I I was just very confused when you said that, and I didn't understand what you were mean meaning. And then I realised that as soon as like the that happened and and the the chairman got, I was like, "Cool, the movie's over," and just turned it off. Oh. <laughs> No, so literally, I think I looked at the time that was left and went cool. It's yeah, done. no. So at this point, they then shut, like, uh, like a screen gets pulled away, and well, it turns Bugs okay. and Daffy are like, Bugs is like, I'd get a better get. No, Daffy's like, I better get a pay rise for this or something. Like, oh, I'm not being paid no. enough for this. Yeah, it goes on a bit. Yeah, Brendan I... Fraser's there. Maybe Brendan Fraser and Kate have a snog. I'd be weirded out if they didn't, but I can't remember them doing yeah, that. I, I missed it. I, um, I don't remember them not kissing. So yeah, I feel like they will have done. But or yeah, did genuinely... they after they rescue his dad? Maybe. Maybe. And then it ends on a callback to a joke made in the cafeteria at the beginning, at the same bit where Shaggy is talking to Shaggy and Sto- Scooby, where Porky Pig is talking to. Uh, Speedy Gonzalez, because they're, talk- they're talking about Gonzalez. yeah, they're, they're talking about how they are problematic now and can't really yeah, yeah they're problematic yeah. characters. Yeah. Which again, I think Gonzalez is like, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Yeah, and then um, Porky Pig is told to lose the stutter, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> and then it ends on him going and 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 he can't get out the and that's all, folks. But halfway through him trying to get it out, they turn all the lights off. And I was like, that's quite yeah. funny. And he just goes, go, he home, just go folks. home, Yeah, Yeah, just go <laughs> home, folks. And it was that that was another callback that did make me laugh. There was that one that made me laugh. There was the, I think when Kate got sacked, she got told, you're fired. And she went, I've made this company $950 million. And the Warner Brothers go, it's not a billion. Nope, yeah. not a billion, not a billion. Yeah. And I was like, that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> And there was one more, and I have it written down, but I don't think I can see it because I wrote it in such bad writing. That's fair. So I need to watch uh, the end of this film. You don't. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You don't. It's yeah, fine. We've, we've summarized the. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the the Speedy Gonzalez joke's quite funny. Yeah. And uh, Percy. Uh, yeah. Is Porky he Percy? Pig. Porky, Porky Pig. Yeah. Porky Pig. Porky Pig at yeah. the end being like, "Go home." Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's funny. It's alright. But so but I it's guess... also like, "Don't mind if I do, Porky Pig. Don't yeah. mind if I do." I've remembered the other joke that I found funny was when. When they're on this obviously very long road trip and uh, in the stolen car, Kate and Bugs Bunny and Bugs Bunny is singing on the ukulele and then she takes it and throws it and just the comedic timing of it landing Mm. did get an actual laugh out of me. (laughs) It did very much remind me of my awkward ukulele phase. Yeah, we all had one, babe. (laughs) Everyone had an awkward ukulele phase. um... I've never played an instrument in my life and yet I still thought I'd be able to learn the ukulele. But those boys on YouTube made it look so easy. And cute. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that have, seeing it get like tossed out of a car and disintegrate on the side of the road, I was I like... I did find that. Yeah, quite, I wish quite, I could do funny. that to my past. Yeah. <laughs> but beyond that, 
I really did not have a good time with this movie. No. It sounds like no one did. So it made... making it. <laughs> if you had to score it, how many minutes did Mikey miss out of 10? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it, I looked at the amount of time left and I went, that's like credits amount of time and turned it off. <laughs> See, I did also do the, like, being in the this era, era of movies and waited for an after credits scene. Yeah. I uh, yeah, just I'm not sure thought if there was, there gonna, was gonna, be gonna be like a running. Yeah, I just uh, thought there might be the one. They would um, announce the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> and there definitely wasn't. No. There definitely Well wasn't. no, because it killed a friend, which is yeah. again, up to the podcast standards, ruined a character ruined a Does career. Does this happen? Every film, like so many, so films many of the watched, films have like, have been problematic on release or it's, yeah, or it's like killed a company. Problematic on release. Yeah, yeah, been, yeah like bombed like, or had so money. much difficulty getting made that, that it just oh, bombed at the yeah. office or it was deliberately stand- t- brought out at the wrong time to make sure that the box office yeah. sort of... It's, it's a standard we learn from, like, this. The a surprising amount of films people watched as kids ruined the companies that made them. And like, maybe so, that's why we like them because that's maybe. that's the last thing we had. Well, maybe of the it. video was cheap. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the video. That, was yeah, good. that too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just with learning that the director was the one that made Gremlins and like knowing what he did with Toy Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers, Small yeah. Soldiers, Small Soldiers. Yeah. Let let the man make Gremlins. Let the man make Gremlins like films and stop it. Stop production companies need to stop getting involved because he makes great chaos movies and let him make chaos movies. Imagine we already had Who Framed Roger Rabbit as like a dark, yeah. like a dark Looney Tunes. Like they could have done another one, and yeah. it, like there's already precedent. Imagine this with the, Michael Jordan the was in this film. Yes, he has a cameo. Yeah, he did have a cameo. Yeah. That was a cameo I recognised. <laughs> did you right. recognise him because of his sports career or from Space Jam? From Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. And only then because uh, one of my close friends now has a Space Jam t-shirt, not because I ever watched Space Jam. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that is fair. I loved Space Jam when I was a kid, actually. I don't think I've ever seen it. I, I used to... Um, the, the, it's got the opening start is a song and like he's just shooting basketballs um <laughs> at a at a hoop and i used to like sing that song and and shoot hoops like a lot but i didn't actually have a, a hoop I, and i didn't have a bit basketball so it'd be like i'd be throwing a beach ball up oh, in the air by myself that. pretending that i was in space jam oh my oh. god i love that <laughs> what, what a film for a kid to be pretending yeah. to be in <laughs> like you don't think you're with Bugs Bunny, no, you think you're in Space Jam. Yeah, I really um, like that film, and I really like I, the song. It's a good film. I just wish that they could have let him be chaotic with this. Yeah, yeah. I'd love. No, absolutely, this film because of all the references, having more adult film references and more psycho scenes, and more just not, not psycho, but more more and like they, horror movie yeah. references and all of that would have been really great. Apparently, yeah, the Batman really bit that. was meant to be extended. Like you know, when there's just a Batmobile there, apparently it was supposed to be an entire scene of Daffy Duck escaping, basically through a Batman movie. That would have been cool. Yeah. So what happened in that scene was uh, Brendan Fraser ran through the 420 building, uh, ran up the stairs, chased Daffy out of a window, but then fell out of the window and landed on a... Like a stunt, Matt, yeah. Yeah, like a stunt thing. Looked up and went like, sorry, Batman. And Batman's there like, for fuck's sake. Hmm. And then they get in the Batmobile. Which again, one swear. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. one swear in this movie. Just, get in but, the Batmobile but, yeah. and then... There's the Batmobile that they're in the Batmobile. Yeah. Like, they're just in the Batmobile. I can't think of them they crash in. They it. crash into the... That's what they he gets, oh, he, gets, he gets Daffy out of the Batmobile, but the Batmobile keeps going. Yeah. The Batmobile is what crashes into the water tower. Of all of the things to put money into, put it into something else other than a Batmobile. That could have been that could have been a reference to fucking only fools and horses, you know? But with like <laughs> with the full um, chaos around it. That might have been a bit niche a reference. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I mean it could have just been a shitty old car and instead they made it the Batmobile. I think like, there's like more chaos reference around I, it. I think be it's because it's, it's all just cut. It's all Warner Brothers stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's how they that's how they get away with it in this film. That's why they can do it is that they have yeah. all the rights to these movies, so they yeah. can have a film yeah. shock block filled with not subtle references. So, yeah, because so who how... they? What is Batman going to go and sue them? Oh wait, yeah. no, he's not. <laughs> oh wait, no. So how many unsubtle references out of ten oh. is the question? Because I like personally, like three, maybe four at a push. I'm genuinely like, I feel like I want to say four, but I don't think I can give it a four. No, like, I'm like, I, two or three of the jokes are funny. Is that enough to give it a four? No. And yeah. like, it's I not just... 
It's not a one or a two because we've watched worse films, but it is not good enough to like. See, I don't have a great attention span, but this is what? a 90 minute movie and it took me, <laughs> it took me eight times, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's not. It's, not a good the skill, the skill you learned no. in this podcast is watching movies and looking at a different screen at the same time. Yeah, taking it all in. That's a skill we've learned from watching just awful, awful. Yeah, films. I, I, I genuinely, I don't want to give it a two. No, it's but... good enough to be a three because there are good bits. Yeah. I might, I might four. go a two point. Do you do point fives? Sure, we I do. Might do a it's... two point five. You know. It's out of a bullshit thing, so yeah. you can do whatever. You can do yeah. three and three eighths if you want. <laughs> like my my gut instinct coming into this was a four, and then <laughs> having to go through the trauma of trying to remember the plot <laughs> of this film, and the fact that all of us watched this less than a week ago, yeah. and yeah. none of us remembered, <laughs> none of us remembered the film. That's a solid point. You didn't finish the film, Mike. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> It ended. It had an ending. It should have ended. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go a 2.5. Yeah. And that makes me genuinely sad to say because <laughs> I was so excited to watch this film. <laughs> we did it Sometimes again. Sometimes kids have person. bad taste. Yeah. yeah. But considering, again, I think I should have done it the other order. I should have gone with Drop Dead Fred after Looney Tunes. Yeah. Because I did the Drop Dead Fred thing, which was the one I was expecting to hate and fucking loved it. And then came to this that I was expecting to be alright and then just was like this Oof. is a steaming <laughs> yeah. Like my god. <laughs> so I feel slightly ganged up on him. Oh I, no. I really enjoyed this movie. Just to quickly bit... check, did anybody else actually see this as a kid before I, I, remember it so. I remember it vaguely. Yeah. Okay. I remember the Walmart scene. That was about it. Yeah, I okay. have vague memories of I probably saw bits of it. Okay. It Sorry, Helena. Too. I just wanted I to know if it was like I you had the nostalgia. Jam, but I didn't have any nostalgia for this film in particular. Yeah. I just had nostalgia for everything it was referencing. Right. Um, okay. So I really, I really, the only scenes I didn't enjoy were the scenes with um, Steve Martin in, and he wasn't in it that much, to be fair. He wasn't as so the big bad. I, no, I would, I would give this I, up seven, seven. Holy, really, you know, strange wow. monkey diamonds out of out of ten. I, yeah, I had a really good time. I, it was short and sweet, and it kept my attention, which Blows you know isn't easy. Like I, I do get bored and wander off quite a lot. But I actually watched this film all in one go. Um, oh my god! <laughs> and I had a I had a good time. I was cur curled up on the sofa. My partner was playing Red Dead Redemption Two next to me. Oh. I had it on my on my laptop, and yeah, I had a I had a good time. So yeah, but I think it's one of those films where it's like I kind of enjoyed it, but I also was in the mood to just Veg. enjoy a film. Yeah, and you really don't have to think very hard. And I yeah. certainly didn't take very much in, yeah. as we've all discovered. <laughs> but I think that does mean that. If I did see it again, I'd probably enjoy it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, similar to like um, other films we've talked about, like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh. Yes, of course. So, yeah, it does remind me of like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, where it's like the plot didn't matter. You know, the film and I, but I enjoyed the references. Yeah. Yeah. I, I quite I quite enjoyed it, too. I'd probably give it four more scenes I'd have liked with Wiley Coyote in. <laughs> like, yeah. like I but yeah, like overall, like I did enjoy Looney Tunes stuff as a kid. Like I understood obviously more of the references now than I would have watched yeah. it at the time. Like it it was fine. It was enjoyable to watch. Like I, I wouldn't rush to watch it again, but I'm never gonna like, watch this movie again. No. <laughs> <I d> <laughs> oh man, have we just killed a little bit of your childhood? Yeah. 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 Sorry. That's the goal. That's our new tagline. <laughs> thing, when I was a kid, I, I was never a huge Looney Tunes fan, but yeah. I loved this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's weird that the two people that had nostalgia for it are like, it's awful. I hate it. Yeah. And the two people that didn't are like, it's this is a good movie. Right. It's quite good. Yeah. I think maybe that's because as a charming, really. I enjoyed it. I thought it was put words in your mouth. Not a good movie. A fine, okay, passable film. But, like, as a kid, I was, like, Tom and Jerry, Rugrats, yeah. like, oh, <gasps> the Rugrats so movie. Can I come no, back and no. do the Rugrats movie? <laughs> no, of course. No, no. Rugrats in Paris, too. too. No, you get We're not two. doing Rugrats in Paris because I don't have enough tears left in my head. <laughs> yeah. Is it a sad film? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, the Rugrats movie is for sure. I remember yeah. the Rugrats movie being very sad. 
You're welcome back, to come back. Paris for it. is is sadder. Yeah, I think Paris is way sadder. But yeah, I don't. I don't think I'll ever revisit this film. Oh. I didn't have the nostalgic love that I thought I would. Like I did go back and watch the um, Scooby Doo movie after listening to you guys' Scooby Doo episode, and just loved it. And I yeah. did. And I watched the second one, and I was like, I must have watched this one first because this is the one I remember. Yeah. And yeah, the best. And one. like. Even no, now, no. I still <laughs> want that like diamond skull disco ball that they had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I still want that. Like, that is yeah. so cool. And like, yeah, so I definitely fall for the nostalgic thing and this film just didn't give it to me. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> the job of this podcast, we've ruined childhood a bit, wasn't it? <laughs> let, me t- yeah. let me take your childhood and destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do worse. We make you destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Analyze your childhood. Yeah. Look at it in. Uh, it's going to backfire on us. Problematic yeah. 2021 yeah, no, eyes. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to call some people. <laughs> oh, Stop putting crisis numbers in the show notes. <laughs> Would you like to come on our podcast? Here's the number for Samaritans. <laughs> it's a helpline. Just... <laughs> if you've been upset by any of the content in this episode. Oh, dear. Thank you so much for joining yes. us. And I'm yeah, sorry it wasn't as enjoyable on. a Honestly, film it's, this time. It's the being on and chatting about it that's the good bit, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, um, uh, at least you get to work through the emotions. Absolutely. And you get to film. genuinely like self-analyze about the film and then talk about it with people that have also just watched the film. Yeah. yeah. And and that's genuinely really good fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed it very, very much. I I just wish I enjoyed the film. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah. thank you, thank you so much for letting me come back and and have another good time with you guys. It's been it's been bloody lovely. That's all right. It's no problem. It's nice having you on. So yeah, with that, I have been Dan. I have been Michael. I've been Helena. And I've been Holly. And Holly, where can people find you? I have a podcast called Pointless Reinvention, which. At some point, everybody on here will be on. Uh, back in uh, September, we released our, our episode with the lovely Dan. Uh, That's out tomorrow as of recording, I As believe. of tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's coming out uh, in the future for me and way in the past for you lot. Um, and, and maybe Michael and Helena would have been on it by then as well. Uh, so that's Pointless Reinvention, we, where we fix what ain't broken. We have Matt's Music House and the Macaroni Prince and and myself, uh, Holly. We, we all do the podcast and we all do Twitch. So you can find us in those places and more. Nice. Um, you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Hilton Pod. That's at H I L T M Pod. Uh, let us know if we've ruined Looney Tunes for you too. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. The movie did. Yeah. The movie did it. Duck dodgers to the duck. <laughs>